0: Time for another episode of off the record on the rocks join michael toner and oncarina lara and break down the latest news on all things web 3 ai metaverse and crypto filtering out noise and connecting dots as we pour ourselves into the future all right everybody welcome back to another off the record on the rocks with my good friend mr oncarina lara how are you doing sir
1: i'm doing great i still don't know what's going to be on the menu for thanksgiving which I hear is next week for some crazy reason. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I'm feeling like it is a fall to remember. What an it, exciting time.
0: It is. It's kind of a, we get a long stretch here uh, going into next week's Thanksgiving holiday. So we are counting down. We've been making predictions for the past several weeks, episodes, uh, talking about all this business that has to get done so that everybody can get home in time for Thanksgiving, including including a visit now on the global stage from Xi Jinping making his way over to Sand Hill Road, I mean, Silicon Valley, to <laughs> talk AI, AI, AI. We got a lot to get to on the global scale around AI. Uh, we've got a lot of crypto news here domestically. Gensler doing the local road shows around the conferences. Uh, what's your take on this Xi Jinping coming to Silicon Valley tomorrow?
1: We talk about stealing the narrative we talk about changing the stories in the public eye we recorded what three months ago four months ago all of the talk is there's chinese balloons that are spying flying over military installations flying over specific states then suddenly there's nobody spying because we want yellen in beijing to talk about global economic stuff and it's just this tug of war, but it comes right down to exactly what it is you're talking about. Because if you're coming to talk about China selling bullets to Russia, well, they won't no one comes over you. to talk about anything like that. In fact, you can't really talk about, a, there's a whole list of things you can't talk about. But if you want to talk about AI and chips, well, hey, let's, why don't we meet in Silicon Valley? In fact, let's meet Wednesday. Today is the 13th of November. It's on the 15th in two days. Got to have it before Thanksgiving.
0: Got to so, got to get it, it in before Turkey Day.
1: <laughs> and hey, we're all friends. We're all friends. We're gonna break bread. We're gonna have some talks. It's and then, you know, after Thanksgiving, hey, all bets are off. But right now and before Thanksgiving, everyone's pals.
0: I I can't wait to see the news cycle coming around this. You know you've got all of the uh all the journalists descending right now in Silicon Valley. I heard they've been cleaning up the streets, uh homeless shelters overflowing to to make sure that they're putting on this this presentation that, that Silicon Valley, that, that San Francisco is still this, you know, shining beacon of innovation and technology. And I feel like that part of the narrative is so important. Even the, the you know, the picture here of, of Xi Jinping flying to, to San Francisco and, and Biden flying across the United States to, to meet in this, this holy city of technology. Um, yeah, it does, it really just shows how important AI I think is going to be to the continued narrative, uh, puts a real striking emphasis on that executive order that needed to happen first, right? You can't have a meeting with Xi Jinping, uh, in Silicon Valley without having a very well-informed opinion that's been out for a couple of weeks now, you know, just, just <laughs> enough time that it's not brand new, just enough time that we've been talking about it. Um, yeah. The news cycle is going to be fun next week.
1: You got to have have an answer to the, like, what, you know, you can't invite over a head of state and then say, hey, we're thinking about really doing a lot in AI, you know, here in our country. And then that's just where that – then there's just a long pause. We've we got a few say, ideas, and we'd like to run to through them say, with you. to actually say, here are spreadsheet after spreadsheet of <laughs> names and email addresses. So literally when you come and say, oh, I know someone who works in this, you feel like, oh, well, here is the business card of that person because we're America, and we want your AI talent to come to us. I mean to come to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I mean we and we saw – and maybe this, this uh, Xi Jinping um, – meeting was supposed to be happening more like kicking off the summer right because we had seen on those websites all the documents are dated 23rd of may and we know there was a lot of activity that occurred in the global world that kind of distracted everybody right everyone's distracted but now now the press is on right for a second maybe it almost looked like it wasn't going to happen the speaker of the house seat still vacant they're like dude get him here before thanksgiving week
0: i I right I get it. chills about this thanksgiving we we talked about this on the last episode, but what is everybody going to be talking about? There's always a meme every year around Thanksgiving. It's like either it's politics, which is like don't bring up the election around the din- you know the dinner table <laughs> right. there's going to be a meme starting tomorrow <laughs> that will carry us through till Thanksgiving Day and to Black Friday that is going to be. AI driven narrative. That is what your grandmother and your crazy uncle are going to be asking about around the dinner table. Um, There's not a doubt in my mind that this had to get done in order to have that conversation around the dinner table, to take us into Q4, to have the, the, whatever deal is going to get struck with China. I I really don't feel like they're going to send over this, you know, international, uh, uh, Party, This political, you know, it's not just Xi Jinping coming by himself with his with his roller bag, right? Like his people are coming (laughs) with him to take over the town. There's going to be an output of this and we'll be talking about it right around the Thanksgiving dinner table.
1: Yeah, and I, and we'll be recording one more time after this event. In fact, I'll even be in San Francisco post uh, China's visit. So I can actually, well, I'll attest to see how clean they actually did make it. Um, and then just like even panning back for a second to remember what the, the, the dialogue that we kind of put out there about tracking both, you know, Russia and India and China or the three of them over the course of this whole year. You know, Xi Jinping sort of infamously now went to BRICS. You know, and then didn't show up in person and like just zoomed in. And then I want to say went to G6 and then didn't show up and just zoomed in, even though he was in the country and yeah. flew to the country. So the idea that he's just getting off a plane with his delegation with roller bags and just rolling into downtown San Francisco to stay at the Fairmont or wherever, um, like that's a really big deal. I yeah. mean, think just, from a, just from optics, like he won't just go to any city and talk, even if his country is one of the delegates. But yeah, you, you're damn right. We're going to talk about AI and we're going to talk about it before Thanksgiving. In fact, you know what we're going to do? Let's talk turkey. <laughs> if you don't start that meeting tomorrow, I'm going to.
0: <laughs> All right. I I think the other part of that conversation, I'm going to start scraping, looking for some agendas or any kind of semblance of what the side meetings are, because that is also very telling. If you've got, you know, Janet Yellen sitting down with portions of the delicate, or if You know, Mm -hmm. other Federal Reserve folks start showing up if folks from DOD, all those different departments here in D.C. start showing up for kind of breakout sessions, uh, that's going to give you an indication of how much the financial discussion, how much the financial markets are leading, uh, leading the witness a little bit in that A.I. discussion, which we've talked about here. You know, you cannot talk about A.I. and solutions for regulation or solutions for international Uh, diplomacy of AI, of how each country is going to agree to use it um, or to share uh, best practices or to not use it, it. you cannot do that without talking about the financial instruments, uh, which often is then going to lead you directly to the crypto, stablecoin, USDT, (laughs) Ripple, XRP, Bitcoin, Ethereum, ETF discussion. Um, And we know that there's been movement in Hong Kong in terms of uh, the Bitcoin ETFs trading—you can only imagine that that will be a part of those side discussions happening uh, around the crypto markets. We can get to what's happening here around the uh, the Ethereum ETF, but but what's your take on that?
1: Well, yeah, I think that just to bring it from global to domestic, uh, it's a great distraction to have a global leader and a delegation come to California presumably to discuss technology, AI, and computer chips, when we happen to also be in a really tight window, a special window of regulation, which is the ETF filing approval window. We're in it. And of course, we know the SEC headed by Gary Gensler has the ability to just kick that to the next approval window because there's a few of them that will ultimately culminate in March, April next year, which we believe is really when it's all going to go down. At least it seems that way. Um, because of the way that all these different, you know, stories are coming together. So I think what's really interesting is there's going to be a ton of news. I mean, we look, we already have seen, when you talk about stories that have Gary Gensler, the head of the SEC, being open to an FTX reboot, at the same time that the fallen head of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, has been, found guilty on all seven charges and is awaiting his sentencing, which, by the way, is around March, April next year. And he's out talking about how, oh, yeah, you know, it wasn't just a was the technology. It was just this Ponzi criminal. This FTX thing was great. It was great technology. So let's just get that going again. He just comes out and says that. BlackRock comes out. We got a Ethereum ETF. You know, it, it, just ETF. Everyone says they're coming. There's just noise and noise and noise. And honestly, as soon as the delegation from china shows up on wednesday i feel like you said the kind of news cycles we're going to get it's just going to start to bury this stuff just bury this crypto etf stuff for a little while you know i feel like this maybe getting that traction they don't really want right now because they don't want to approve it right now we know they don't want to so let's let's stop talking about it let's get let's get xi jinping over here and talk about ai that seems more important
0: i i think that is exactly right you know that those conversations are happening behind the scenes um there's no doubt in my mind those conversations around AI are happening behind the scenes. They also, by the way, footnote, had to get the writer's strike, talk about AI, side conversations. That that agreement had to get done with Hollywood before we can invite China over to talk about <clears throat> the use of AI, right? Again, we have to have an informed opinion. We have to have contracts in place with our own existing infrastructure. We probably already need to have whatever this Bitcoin ETF thing is going to look like. Because if we're going to need to regulate it and it's going to take AI, we can't invite China over and then not have an opinion on it. They, these That's things a really good point. have to have AI. already been solved to then have this meeting. And I think it, it really shows the, the rush, to your point, to kind of bury that plot line around all the financial instruments because they need as long as they can to make sure that the institutional money has flown, flowed in uh, before it goes mainstream
1: it'll it'll flow in and it will be flown
0: in it will be <laughs> flown in it
1: will be flown in some of those roller bags um but you know i i think we maybe we were half right half wrong because i we always said it's going to be done before thanksgiving this writer strike done and the answer the, the answer is yeah it was so we got that prediction right but the where we were wrong was it was no 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 it's not going to get done before Thanksgiving. It's going to get done before Xi Jinping has to get here, which just so <laughs> happens to be a few days before Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's like they really are jamming all these stories together. And truth is, it was really done last week on Friday from what I heard from my friends at writer's Talk. But really Monday, today the 13th after um, uh, Wednesday weekend, is actually when everyone starts the whole new schedule. Agents can call everybody again. Like it's, it's like just buzzing again. As of today,
0: yeah, I She's I think also that
1: forty eight hours later, such that a good call. slow
0: roll of the rumor on Friday. You just needed there to to know that there was a we've reached an agreement. Even the way it kind of trickled out, almost because you know it's it's affecting a large uh, industry, but it is an insular industry where mm. they they needed the rumor to start trickling out so that it could get out ahead of. This big meeting happening because we got to get the news cycle there. We got to get the networks there. We got to get the journalists to Silicon Valley to cover this next story. Um, in fact, I would bet you the That's same it. journalists who were already in town for <laughs> the they writer's just, they just stay because the conversation was around AI, it's around the ownership of what these and how these artists get compensated for what they help create and we can't have china come over and have a, an a, an informed opinion about who owns what gets created in the US we have to have had an answer to that question already um, well and it, that
1: almost seems like a more sort of benevolent sort of optics on how it all is going because really it's more like hey before we invite over another global superpower we have effectively de-weaponized one of our greatest military assets our propaganda machine called hollywood and we can't produce more propaganda <laughs> because we're arguing with fran drescher from the nanny about ai in the in the, in the writer's room so then all we got to do is have fran come out on friday and say we're so we're close good. we're almost going to have this beautiful deal for ai and then on monday everyone's working again and on wednesday xi Jinping is here xi jinping and then it's like Maybe by Friday, one of those predictions we still haven't talked about. Gary's in the news a lot. He's pushing the ball, but does he make it home for Thanksgiving with a job? We know he's going to go home next week, but is he going to be working? Because they're talking. Who was it? They want to. They want to. They want to (laughs) de-dollarize the SEC. They want to reduce Gary Gensler's salary to one dollar. And when does that have to get voted on slash, you know, discussed? That's before Thanksgiving.
0: I think we we can reverse engineer this a little bit. And if and if Gary Gensler loses his job before Thanksgiving and exits the SEC in the next seven days, go back and listen to episode 63 of the off the record on the rocks podcast, because (laughs) it we we are on it. We are following this. Now, my question to you is maybe maybe before Thanksgiving, we're in this open window around the Bitcoin ETF approval. We know that there's a third, or excuse me, a fourth and final deadline that would take us into Q1. I believe mid to late March was that fourth and mm-hmm. final deadline. So we're in this approval window that they could approve it. If Ginsler can survive the backlash to, to just let this one come and go, which I think was, and probably still is my prediction, then he can, be, uh, he can be the fall guy when you get past the, the third deadline to then be forced out to maybe have his salary reduced to a dollar, to be under so much pressure from the industry, this existential threat around AI that we know he wants to be talking about from his own words. Because then if he leaves, he exits, then that is the floodgate to know at that point the fourth and final deadline, the only blocker, the only thing standing in the way, or is he the guy who's going to be the the key opener, right? Is he going to be the gatekeeper, literally, to get us to that final deadline and say, you know what, guys, I know we've been talking about all this crypto stuff. We've been talking about all this AI stuff. I think we're ready. We're finally ready for this new financial instrument because you've got the Black Rocks out there, the Grayscales out there, uh, and and all of these other asset managers screaming right now, saying, "Why isn't this happening? Why are we not allowed?" I think today, Larry Fink out there saying, yep. uh, how come this ETF? It's a, it's a futures product. We have other products that are futures products that there's no problem. Why this one, Gary? Why can't we get this one approved?" So and does he make it, bad. or is he that was the even gatekeeper? exacerbated?
1: Well, you know, if he's the gatekeeper, I sort of have two minds like that. Like, It seems like based on his behavior, if nothing changes with his appointment, because he's an appointed official, right? He's not an elected official. So at any moment, they can just switch him out. No one has, right? But it seems like his behavior is he wants to kick the can as long down the road to right by around March and April when he's got a bunch of things happening, like Sam bankman Fried getting a charge formally, you have Trump in court about because he can't move his trial date. You have the havening happening when it gets harder to find Bitcoin. A lot of interesting things, you know, right in that window of time. But if Gary doesn't make it to Thanksgiving and they just straight up fire him tomorrow and put someone else in tomorrow yeah. before Xi Jinping arrives on Wednesday, that person might be Fink's pal. That person might, you know, everyone's got a pal and he might come in and someone might just say, you know what? We're approving all of them before Thanksgiving and just send the market into a, to a twizzle. You know, you could imagine it being that kind of could be, it's a swan. I don't know if it's a white swan or a black (laughs) swan, probably depends on who, who is the beholder of the swan, but barring that kind of a dramatic replacement of him. Because even if they'd say, we're going to send you to a dollar, that doesn't necessarily mean he would just quit, right? It's sort of signaling, but that right. he would be on his way out. But it wouldn't be immediate. So, so long as he makes it to Thanksgiving dinner, I think we're going to see it kicked out, you know, to till, till that March, April. But if it, if he starts, if there's shakeups between, you know, I mean, who knows? 21 days with the speaker out, that could have moved things a little past Thanksgiving into that last bit of November before the Christmas March. It, it just feels like his days are very numbered. And again, like some of his comments we had talked about where he's being asked questions by reporters and he's like splicing hairs in his responses about how his appointment goes until was it 2025 2026
0: or yeah, whatever but, it is so this was <laughs> this was such an but interesting he's tell hedging,
1: he's like hedging <laughs> by saying like but i don't know if i have that much time like there's a lot of double talk coming out of both sides of this guy's mouth
0: So this was like,
1: nervous
0: (laughs) last week. uh, I think it was September, excuse me, November 6th. So this was FinTech week, 2023, the seventh annual DC FinTech week here in Washington and Gary Gensler at the international spy museum uh, was interviewed. (laughs) And during this interview, yes, I watched this live. Um, He was asked at the very end of, you know, to to imagine himself this time next year after the election imagine you're still in your seat what does this look like what does this world what do the financial regulations look like and he point blank said well my term goes through 2026 but i know that i can only do so much with the time i have remaining and i caught it he said it live i'm like why would he answer the question that way? That was the last question. It cuts to black, still a hot mic, and I hear Gensler say to the reporter, Did you get what you needed? And I'm I'm like, wait a second. He needed wild. to get this story out there that his term goes through 2026, but he knows he can only get done what he can get done with the time he has remaining. To me, that was a it was a very interesting again. If Gary Gensler loses his job in the next seven days. I'm gonna go back to last week's episode and to what I just described to you from November sixth, because it does seem to me like he was in this little roadshow uh to get that narrative out there that he, he may not be able to get the job done. He may not be able to get that, that Bitcoin ETF over the finish line before he's out. I don't know. I don't know what's well it,
1: it and and after you know we talked about that, the I think the discovery of the local Connecticut oh, yeah. CNBC money report, which hits three hours ago.
0: And this was journalist, a shout updated out who's the, who's the reporter. To,
1: this is Kate, Kate Dore or Kate Dore uh, from, from Connecticut's uh, CNBC, which I don't think I understood the sort of the nuance of that, that that means this is a syndicated story. This is something that's like getting out to regional Regional reporters, correct, which must mean it's hitting the wire exactly know? which <laughs> on the heels of Gensler saying that, and then that weird hot mic thing about getting what you need, and then just a couple hours ago today, the story reads the spot Bitcoin ETF approval by the SEC is approaching experts say, which again, if you've been listening to our <laughs> podcast for like the last six months, maybe twelve, <laughs> you would know it's, it's fast approaching. approaching. I mean, it's it's approaching. I don't know if I'd say fast, but right now, suddenly everyone is apparently being told the talking points. Here are the bullet points. We have a number of companies who have applications in. Okay. Now the world's being told that. We know that. The SEC has not yet signed off on one. Oh, we, that's new information. No, no, not really. We knew that. The first approval could come early in 2024. It's like, Okay. Is Wait that a because second. you looked at the little chubby like, uh, okay. it fast approaching? And then, and or is then it is we're 2024? gonna talk and then we're just gonna we're gonna like just cite BlackRock and like quote, you know, think and whatever else because whoever has the most money apparently can just get stories written for the wire and they can get Gary to go out there and basically say very sort of obscure, questionable things about his own position as the head of the thing. It it feels like again, we all know. We all know how the government likes to do this. They're steering and guiding the people towards a series of events in the future, a series of foregone conclusions that we all at some time think, wow, there's some serendipity in the way this timing works. But we all know there's no coincidences in this world when it comes to the US government. And there is a plan and there is an objective. And we are working in lockstep with all of our agencies towards the goal, the common goal. And so, yeah, I mean, literally, unless that guy gets axed, if he's not sacked, there, this is going to go all the way out. And we'll have, We'll have a wild spring break with Sam Beckman-Fried and Trump and a happening and Bitcoin spot ETFs all at the same
0: time. I Yeah, it could be one of those things where they now know they need to get this out out of the way uh, because those political donations are going to start heating up in 2024. And we are connecting so many dots here to be able to move from Xi Jinping in this AI conversation to domestically talking about Gary Gensler and Bitcoin ETFs to what this is going to mean for the political elections. And and I'll shift gears one more time here. It's something that caught my attention after we recorded last week. I saw this news article about Meta. Uh, I think it was from mm-hmm. Reuters talking about Meta was taking these proactive steps to have advertisers disclose when they've used artificial intelligence to create an AI, uh, an AI ad. And and the the article alludes to this uh, designation, this this denotion, this marking, uh, talking about watermarking of content, which is the mm-hmm. same language that came out of the executive order from the Biden administration a couple weeks ago that people mm-hmm. have been talking about. What does this watermarking of content mean? Well, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, he he's learned these lessons. He learned these lessons around the last election cycle. Uh, And the heat that he was under around Russia, buying targeted ads and programmatic ad buying and and abusing the platform to influence the election. He's not going to play that game. There is no regulation right now telling him or mandating him to do what he is doing. He's taking a business proactive step that seems to be in really lockstep with the Biden administration's executive order around AI and the need to authenticate uh, because if I'm going to see an ad on Facebook, and I'm going to donate to a candidate in Ethereum with one click, tap my Apple Pay, and pay with them. A QR code. a QR code. It's so instant, I'm going to need a mechanism with which to verify that I'm giving this money to who I think I'm giving it to, and that it's being received by the person who says they are who they are. Um, it's a wild world we live in, but don't believe anything you hear or see on the internet uh, and I even the watermarked content from Meta isn't enough for me to believe that it's it's truthful.
1: Yeah, I mean they're going to be watermarking it as synthetic, right, <laughs> with some approved usda i'm sure it's going to like somehow be brought into an existing organization that labels stuff i can see a world where the usda who labels prime beef or organic or vegan for all americans to consume somehow they're going to get brought in for the mental health as opposed to physical health and the synthetic watermarks are going to be how you're going to know okay this is a real human and not a deep fake but then the cyber criminals And all of Elizabeth Warren's most, her most fearful, you know, uh, shadowy, uh, cloudy coders, shadowy hooded coders, they're going to create a counterfeit synthetic watermark. And then we're going to have to create an AI to police the AI, which is now we're getting back to just what, you know, Elon Musk and all these other psychos are talking about. It's like, are we going to have the police robots to work against or to govern the good creating robots and the whole, like, network that builds out from that? That article caught my eye too, uh, because also remember Facebook and zuckerberg are in pretty hot water still, um, I guess he 's been able to kind of keep the stories out of the news, but he 's still being brought in for deliberately ignoring all of his senior staff 's calls to protect uh, young people on Instagram, yeah. and the mental health issues, and there was a bunch of you know young suicides and the your image and how many likes you get and kind of how people, you know, we all know the story, right? How kids sort of get sucked into this world. And that is something he's still in court. I want to say even dealing with. So it doesn't, it's no surprise to me that he's like, Oh no, no, no. no. We, we are not doing this again. <laughs> we are putting out stories. We had a whole task force. We're going to be a hundred percent on we board US this government because I know how it goes when you don't listen. And it seems like there's at least a swing to the good side on this one, whether or not that's just lip service or not. I don't know. But at least it was a heartening article versus usually I read about meta and I'm always just like, Oh God, the world, like, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> that's really interesting. One last one I'll throw at you though, yes. that we, we looked at um, is, you know, we can maybe focus more on stable coins and tether next episode. There's a whole story about stable coins and tether, but two stories popped and didn't really register. They're big. One Old Jamie Dimon, oh, yeah. J.P. Morgan, has come out and publicly said that he regrets ever saying anything negative about crypto, literally. And then the next day, the article runs saying, "By the way, by the way, J.P.M. just launched J.P.M. Coin, their new stable coin for all digital transactions across their enterprise." And then the next day, Tether was like, "You know what?" Just because we want to get prepared for Thanksgiving, we should probably print four billion dollars in digital U.S. dollars, like to back all of the new Web three everything that apparently everyone in banking and everyone in the U.S. government knows is coming, probably right to a theater near you first thing next year. Um, those to me, the, the the marriage of printing money in the digital space and about to need regulation to t- start taking political donations these two things are not inseparable these things are timed and on purpose and jamie diamond knows it and the u.s government knows it Xi ping knows that that, hey it's all going to go down before thanksgiving so like guys get it together (laughs) yeah i mean that to me is the wildest like cul-de-sac we just found ourselves in this we're printing billions and no one knows it
0: no one even four b's and usdt from tether yeah i mean it, it it's it's a good great way we can wrap this up but i think as we head into the thanksgiving holiday pay attention to what these guys are doing uh and, and you say maybe not to what they're saying but in jamie diamond's case he needed to sort of retract that previous statement otherwise nobody's going to take him seriously with a jpm token backed you know as a cryptocurrency like how are you possibly going to say that have that be the the latest record you had to change the narrative shift the story Get us ready for Q4. Thank you, Jamie Dimon, for retracting that prior statement. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to be watching Twitter, looking at all of the the crypto news. Uh, I say watch Coinbase. They've been a little bit quiet. See where they land. I wonder if Brian Armstrong will be in Silicon Valley uh, for any of these AI talks. That would be oh, wow, a big yeah. tell if you start to see some of these players, if if Ripple, XRP, these folks start showing up, if JP Morgan, right? No doubt in my mind, somebody from JP Morgan is going to be in Silicon Valley this week uh, meeting with Chinese business people around how these deals get done. Um, any final <laughs> takes as we head into I mean, –
1: now? Now I know why the hotel prices are so damn high. I kind of get up there right after and it's like, it's a One joke. Bitcoin like, for a hotel. <laughs> like what? Um, so now that this is a really important week to watch and we'll record again next week, the week of Thanksgiving, because there are a few days in there where you could squeak something by, but yeah, I think this is a really exciting time to be watching for, uh, for our listeners and for you and I. So looking forward to catching up with you next week just before we uh, talk turkey.
0: Yeah. Or maybe we'll hold till right after Thanksgiving, but either way, we'll do it again next week. Uh, we'll talk to you then. Talk to you then. Take care, Mike. That's all the time we have for this episode of off the record on the rocks. Join us next week for more news and all things web three check, please.